We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Hallelujah. Welcome to Sunday School. If you would, let's stand. I'm honored to be teaching to you this morning. We're going to get into his word, and we're going to have a good time this morning. I believe it. I feel it. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place today. So let's just take our, let's take our time. Let's take our liberty right now, and let's just thank him for this opportunity. Ask him to touch our hearts and our minds and just have his way in this place today. Amen. Amen. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. We glorify you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for right now, Lord. We're not worried about yesterday. We're not worried about tomorrow. But, Lord, we're excited for right now, for today, for the opportunity we have. We praise you. We worship you. We ask you to touch our hearts and our minds. Give us understanding this morning, Lord. Lord, we open it up, Lord. We hear your word today. Speak to us. Speak through us, Lord. We praise you right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. If you would, turn with me to a familiar passage here. I've read from, I've taught from before. Uh, We're just going to go right back here, and the Lord's going to help us. Matthew 7, 24, a couple verses here. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Uh, Verse 26, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. If you would turn with me also to Isaiah twenty-eight sixteen. The Bible says, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone, A tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. I just want to teach to you on this little thought this morning. A sure foundation. A sure foundation. Uh, A judge was uh, interviewing a woman regarding her pending divorce and Uh, He asked her, what are the grounds for your divorce? And she replied, about four acres and a nice little home in the middle of the property with the stream running by. No, he said, I mean, what is the foundation of this case? Uh, It's made of concrete, brick, and mortar, she responded. No, I mean, he continued, what are your relations like? Well, I have an aunt and uncle living here in town, and so do my husband's parents. And He said, do you have a real grudge? 
No, she replied, I have a two-car carport and have never really needed one. Please, he tried again. Is there any infidelity in your marriage? Yes, both my son and daughter have stereo sets. We don't necessarily like the music, but the answer to your question is yes. Ma'am, does your husband ever beat you? Yes, she responded. About twice a week, he gets up earlier than I do. (laughs) And finally, frustration. The judge asked, lady, why do you want a divorce? Oh, I don't want a divorce, she replied. I never wanted a a divorce. My husband does. He said uh, he can't communicate with me. We've got to understand this morning the, the single most important part of any building um, is the foundation. Uh, if the foundation is inferior, then the entire building will not last. It's going to crumble. Eventually, it's going to fall down. Eventually, you're going to have issues with the home or the building itself. Um, I, I've just noticed something in, in all of life, general, just in life, Uh, There always has to be a foundation, you know, maybe fundamental uh, basics, but there's got to be a foundation in life. Uh, In sports, uh, you cannot build a winning team until you have a strong foundation of the fundamentals of working hard and and doing your job and, and going through practice and going through the, you know, through the work constantly over and over again. You've got to have a foundation of those fundamentals. It's got to be built, and that's the only way that you can have a winning team and a winning team that wins constantly over and over again. I also did a little uh, digging this morning just on foundations of buildings. Uh, The Empire State Building in New York uh, is 1,454 feet tall. That's a pretty tall building. But its foundation is nearly six stories underground. That's big. That's a lot. That's a strong foundation. Uh, The foundation of the Willis Tower, which was formerly Sears Tower, is nearly 100 feet deep. That's a strong foundation. Uh, The tallest building in the world, the Shanghai Tower, has a foundation that exceeds or extends 262 feet into the ground. That's deep. So we understand something with all these tall buildings that I have just shared with you and the info with you. When it comes to building structure, the foundation is the most important part of that process. So uh, let's just get past it this morning. Let's understand it now. Foundations are absolutely important and they matter. They absolutely matter. So... Our first passage here that we just read in Matthew, Jesus gives us the parable of two houses with two foundations and two men. Uh, These are two different houses. Uh, They're two different foundations, and obviously they're two different men. He speaks about one being a firm foundation, a sure foundation, and then he speaks about another being a flawed foundation. Uh, In construction, And there's some construction men in here that understand what I'm saying. In construction, to have a flawed foundation means the building will not stand. You can put the most expensive material, 
build the most uh, intricate walls and uh, you can use state-of-the-art methods, but none of these will overcome a flawed foundation. Uh, while the building may stand for a while, uh, sooner or later the structure is going to fall because the foundation is compromised. And so the Lord in this passage is telling us of these two very different men. One, obviously, he describes as wise, and the other he describes as foolish. However, if we dig into this story a little bit, we see these men both had choices on how they built their homes. They had a choice, and we've got to understand something this morning. When it's all said and done, how we build our spiritual homes is our choice. Oh, I said it this morning. It's your choice. It's my choice on how we build the foundation of our homes. You might build a nice home. It might be pretty on the outside, but let me see the foundation. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Let's look at the foundation and how well is it holding up. Oh, come on, somebody. What you build on matters. A sure foundation is what we need in our lives. Even though this teaching this morning, uh, uh, we understand and we read about the differences. However, there's one thing that's the same, and that's the storm. In life, uh, foundation is essential. Life will, not might, it will, and it shall, uh, it bring disappointments. Anybody ever had some disappointments? It'll bring heartaches. It'll bring heartbreaks. But when these come without a strong and stable and solid foundation, you will find yourself at the mercy of the world. And surely we all understand by now that the world is merciless. It's not going to have mercy on you. So the point is storms come to every single person. And one thing that as I was studying for this last night and into this morning Uh, The Lord pointed out to me as I began to prepare, I noticed something a little more that maybe you have noticed before. You see, the wise man built on a sure foundation. But in order for that to happen, you know what he had to do? He had to dig deep. He had to dig deep in order to get to the rock, to get to the firm foundation so he could build on something that would not be easily shaken. Oh, you know, it took work. It took faithfulness. It took dedication. It took trust. But he built his home on something that was sure. Oh, I hope somebody's with me this morning. I wish I wanted to bring some slabs of rock in here this morning. Just some firm foundation that I could stand on and show you this morning. You see, a lot of us, we tried to just build like uh, the foolish man did. And, you know, just, uh, just, just you know, it looks easy. You know, I'm going to just make it easy. I'm going to just build my home. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be nice. It's going to look good. And I'm not going to have to put too much into it. I'm not going to have to be uh, just as faithful. And, and I can build it around my hopes and my dreams and my feelings. And I just don't have to do too much work. There's not a lot expected of me. So I'm going to build it without doing any kind of work. 
And you see, the same storm that hit the man who had a sure foundation was the same storm that hit the man that built just on some old sand. And just built on something that was, you know, not a lot of work. I didn't have to do too much digging. I didn't have to be too uh, faithful. I didn't have to show up all the time. I didn't have to give all my time. I didn't have to do everything that was expected of me. I just built on it because it looked and looked good. But the storm showed us two different scenarios because of two different men with two different choices. You, you want to know what the ultimate problem was that compromised that man's foundation? It was the idea of building shallow. He was a shallow-minded man that was not willing to get deep. There's a lot of folks in the church today. They've been sitting in church for a long time, but they got shallow minds. And they wonder why they got to constantly rebuild when they go through a storm. It's a foundation problem. You got to dig deep. You got to get to the rock. And the rock is him. If it takes a little bit of work, then I need to sure be sure to be in the getting getting dirty. Getting on my knees, getting my hands in there, showing a little work, showing that I'm willing. Lord, no matter what, you see, we find the same thing with Judas and Peter. These were two men that were with the rock. They went to church. They showed up every day. Two of them both made mistakes. But yet we find one preaching the gospel and the other one hanging on a tree that wasn't meant for him. Why? Because they had a foundation issue. Judas had a foundation issue. He was too shallow. He was still building on the sand when he'd been going to church with the Christ, with the rock the entire time. And Peter, even through his failures, even through his mistakes, he built on the rock. He built on a sure foundation that through the storms of life, through his mistakes, he could still be standing even when he was shaken. Oh, somebody hear me this morning. We've got to dig deep. We've got to dig deep and get to the sure foundation. There's so many people in the church that have been blown away by the storms and they have fallen. And in our text, we know why. Because they built their house on the sand. They went to church. They heard the preacher. They shouted. They danced. They even paid their tithes. But they built their house on the sand. We've got to understand something about sand. Sand means surface, moving, shifting, changing, unstable. You see, they built their, uh, their religious, uh, they built their house on a religious affiliation. They built it on the name. Oh, it's been said before, the name ain't going to save you. The name out there ain't going to save you. But building a sure foundation on the rock of Jesus Christ, that's going to save you. They built their homes on their good deeds. They built their homes on self-righteousness and, and on their own wisdom and knowledge. And all of these things are but sand moving and shifting with the rising tide. Every storm that comes in, something's shifting. 
Every time, a, uh, every time an earthquake happens, something's shifting, something's moving. And before long, it's sure to fall. That's why the songwriter said, on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other what? It's sinking sand. It's time to build on a sure foundation. It's no mystery today that when someone falls, regardless of how big or how beautiful the house or the ministry is, Jesus always reveals that when the house is destroyed in the storm, it's always a foundation problem. Everything is dependent on, upon your, uh, your foundation. And this is where so many people miss it. Uh, we we want to build on something that we can be proud of that will impress others. Uh, we want the anointing and, and we want to minister and, and we want to preach or teach or sing or evangelize or, or just be a part of this and that. And we want the big houses, fancy cars and reputation and popularity. And we put all of our energy in what you can see and we fail to build a strong foundation and that's something nobody can see. That comes to a heart issue. That gets back to a heart issue. I want to build on a sure foundation. So when the storms come in my life, because they're going to come, I've experienced some storms in my life. And when they come, I want to make sure I'm still standing. Oh, my house and my home might be shaking, but it's still going to be standing. Why? Because I'm on a sure foundation. And Jesus says here, the wise man dug down deep and laid his foundation on the rock. He had some work put into his home. And it, it provided stability. It provided safety. And the wise man, he was more concerned with, with what others couldn't see than what they could see. Notice something. Jesus spent 30 years of his life laying a foundation for three and a half years of ministry. We know Jesus was born. We saw him at 12 years of age in the temple, but we know nothing of his life up until he was 12, and we know nothing of his life after 12 until he started his open ministry at 30 years of age. What was Jesus doing in all the silent years? He was building. He was laying a foundation for his ministry. And there's no better teacher than Jesus Christ teaching us how to build our lives. Wise men dig down deep. Wise women dig down deep. They invest their time and effort into the building and going into a good foundation into a sure foundation we revealed and Jesus reveals here that one's man the reason one man's house was destroyed by the storm and the other was not was all because of that foundation the wise man digs down deep we've got to dig down past our feelings we've got to dig past the emotions We've got to dig past popular opinion. We've got to dig past a, a religious pedigree. We've got to dig past our head knowledge. We have to dig past secondhand revelation. 
In other words, you can't build your life on who everyone else says Jesus is. You have to know him for yourself. That's part of the foundation. Not hearing what everybody else has to say. What did you experience? What have you experienced? What have you dug down to? How long have you been on your knees? How long have you worked? Build your foundation on a sure foundation, and that's knowing Jesus Christ for yourself. How do you make it? How do you make it through the storms of life? How do you make it through storms of loneliness? How do you make it through the storm of depression? How do you make it through the storms of losing a lost loved one? How do you make it through broken relationships or or through heartbreak? How do you make it when everything you love and hold dear is taken from you? So many people give up. So many people fall. So many people quit and throw in the towel and say, I I, I can't do it. What is the secret? The secret is you have to dig down deep until you find the rock. Dig past everything else and everybody else. Dig past church. Dig past religion. Dig past emotions. Dig past uh, feelings. Dig past the opinions and hit the rock. Get to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is a sure foundation. When the storms came into my life and they pounded on my life and I heard the thunder roll and I seen the lightning flash and I felt fear grip my heart and and I, I felt those things hit me from everything, every direction. You know what I did? Instead of just giving up like I wanted to, I began to dig deep. I began to say, you know what? i got to get to the rock. I've got to get to where I can stand on a sure foundation. And when I found the rock, I stood still. And when my life was shaken... And I came out of the storm and I seen the sun shine again. I looked down and you know what was still there? My home was still standing. My family was still together. Somebody, I'm talking about a sure foundation. When I felt the rock under my feet, I knew I was safe. When I felt the rock under my feet, I knew I was going to make it. Because the rock can't be moved. Oh, I wish I had a slab of rock right now. It can't be moved. Oh, Brother Beckham, help me out right here. First Samuel 2 and 2. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures and, and then whatever the Lord wants to do, we're going to do. First Samuel 2 and 2. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. 2 Samuel 22 and 2. And he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Psalms 18 and 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. 1 Corinthians 10 and 4. And did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. 
Oh, I'm getting excited in here. Psalm 62, 6 through 7. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Psalm 62 and 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. I'm speaking about a sure foundation. And a sure foundation is Jesus Christ. You can throw a storm at me. You can throw an earthquake at me. You can throw a tornado at me. You can throw whatever you want to throw at me. But I'm standing on a sure foundation that says when I make it through the storm and I'm going to make it through the storm, I still will be standing on a sure foundation. Everything else. Everything else is shifting. Everything else is moving. Everything else is falling apart if I build my life on it. But one thing is sure, and that's the foundation of Jesus Christ. He is my rock, and I shall not be moved. He is my rock, and I shall not be greatly moved. So when the enemy would like to come in here and remind me of my past and remind me of all the heartache that I've been through, oh, I'm going to show him that I'm still standing on a sure foundation because it can't be moved. It's not going anywhere. Jesus Christ is not going anywhere. And if you're standing on Jesus Christ firm, you can't be moved. But, but Brother David, you don't understand the storms I'm going through. I may not understand the storms, but it's a storm. And the Lord said, if you're built on a sure foundation, you're going to make it through the storm. You might be going through a storm right now of your life, and it feels like the worst storm you've ever been through. You stay standing on that sure foundation because you're going to get through the storm. And when you get through, you'll still be standing. got to understand something a lot of people forget about you build a home I don't know if these men have families but I'm just going to pretend they did I'm just going to have the understanding maybe they did have families and they were all under that home that was built and surely both of them were probably both beautiful and absolutely put together well put together they had a perfect yard it was all good. Just think about your home. Just think about just how good it looks and everything. And then the, here comes the storm. And the family's preparing for it. Okay, we're, we're, we're protected. We're in the home. But yet the storm shakes both of them and one falls. You know who all fell in that home? Not just the foolish man. The entire family. When you build a home, sir, listen to me. I know I'm just a youngster. I'm, I'm fixing to be 35 this coming Friday. And I, I know I'm just a youngster. But one thing I begin to understand now of having a family for, of, of my own, a beautiful family, understand it's not about me no more. 
It's not about me. So one thing I've got to understand is that foundation that built, it needs to be built to protect the rest of those in my home. Oh. Oh, this is for this is for the elder too. And this is for the young family too. We've got to understand something. It matters what you build your home around. It matters what you build your home on. It matters. The foundation matters. Because when that storm comes through and it begins to shake your home, you want to make sure that your children are protected. You want to make sure that your spouse is protected. Oh, I don't want it to fall because I I built just a flimsy foundation. I built it on what I thought was good because I didn't want to put no effort into it. I didn't want to put no work into it. I just wanted to show up to church, raise my hands, Play a little hoopty-doopty and go home. There's no work expected of me. I'm not a minister. I'm not a singer. I'm not on the usher team. You know, I'm not, I'm not teaching Bible studies. I'm just a member. And because of that, I'm not expected nothing. So you know what you do? You neglect building a firm foundation. And now you're just building your home that your family's going to live in just on a sand. And yes, you've been coming to church for a while now, but the fact is this, those storms are coming. The Bible said they're coming. It's going to happen. And if you're not careful when they come, it's not only going to destroy the home, but it's going to destroy the family that was under that home. And I want to make sure that whether I'm a minister, whether I'm behind the pulpit or singing in a choir or playing an instrument or just out in general sitting and worshiping, that I'm digging deep. Oh, preacher, keep preaching. I'm digging deep. You know why? Because I've got a family to protect. I've got to have some stability in my life. I've got to have some safety. And if I have to put some work into it, I've got to get to the foundation. I've got to get to the rock. Oh, oh, I want to build it. I want to protect my boys. I want to protect my wife. I want to have that. I I want them to know that through the storms of life, there's one thing that's going to keep us, and that's building on a sure foundation, a sure foundation of Jesus Christ. Oh, So it doesn't matter. Every one of us got to understand we all have a ministry in here. It may not be pulpit ministry. It may not be singing ministry. But we have a ministry in here that we must build on sure foundation. Oh, I don't want it to all come crumbling down and jeopardize the safety of my family because I wanted the outside to look pretty before the inside was fixed. That's why so many people walk out of the church. You know what they do? They come in and expect that the Lord is going to fix the outside. So they, they you know, I got to make sure I get it all together on the outside first. I got to look the part on the outside first. And all the time the storms are coming and, and, the, and the building is falling. And the, and the building is, is bending and, and, and there's cracks in the walls. And you're starting to see the separation. Why? 
Because they were worried about the outside when they should have come in digging deep in the inside. I've got to get to the rock. I've got to get to the rock because that's what I've got to build on. And when I build on that, everything else begins to fall into place. The walls come up and, and they're, they're taken care of. And the roof is put on right and, and everything is stable. And when the storm and the earthquakes and life hits me, I'll still be standing. Why? Because I'm on a sure foundation. Oh, hear me. You might have been one of those. I have been that I just built it on some sand. You know the good thing about it is we serve a repairman. He's into the restoration building. So you might have already built on some sink and stand and you went into the, into the storms of life and now your home is destroyed and it's fallen apart. Can I tell you, we serve a God that can restore the foundation. All you got to do is get back to digging. Dig deep and get to the rock. You don't understand. I've messed it all up. I made all the mistakes. My life has changed. My ministry's changed. It has. But you know what you can still do? You still have time to dig deep. Dig to the rock. And let him restore the foundation. Back to a sure foundation. So why are foundations so important? I looked this up. Just, I just looked up the definition. So why are foundations so important? Its primary purpose is to support the load of the entire building. Oh, y'all, that's, I don't know if y'all really understand that. That's just, this is just construction right here that I got this question from or this answer from. Its primary purpose is to support the load of the entire building. A well-designed and strong foundation keeps... The building standing while the forces of nature wreak havoc. Well-built foundations keep the occupants of the building safe during calamities such as earthquake, floods, strong winds, etc., etc. <laughs> he, Jesus Christ, is a sure foundation. And let us understand this. He will support the load of the entire building and keep the occupants of the building safe during every trial, every tribulation, every fault, every mistake, every struggle. He's a sure foundation that the reason why was he was built to hold a load of whatever you may put on him. He was built to carry it. That's why he says build on the rock. Build on a sure foundation because it's been tried. It's been tested. And it won't be moved. Oh, I'm almost done. I read a story last night of a ship that was wrecked in a furious storm. And the only survivor was a little boy who was swept by the waves onto a rock. He sat there all night long until the next morning. He was spotted and then he was rescued. Quivering and cold, his rescuer 
wrapped a blanket around him and said, you must have been shivering all night alone on that rock. Yes, said the boy. I trembled all night, but the rock didn't. Oh, boy, boy. The Holy Ghost has ever hit me. You went through some trials. You went through some struggles. You trembled all night. But if you were on the rock, understand this. He's never trembled. He's never been scared. He's never wavered. He stood firm through it all. Why? Because he is a sure foundation. I'm telling somebody it's time to build on a sure foundation. And if you fail to do that, today is the day to build again. All you got to do is get back to digging. All you got to do is get back to work. Get to the rock. It's a sure foundation. Oh, let's stand right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know what the Lord has in store for us at 11 o'clock, but I do understand this. There's going to be people that come into the church that they're not already there. They're trembling. They're cold. They've had some mistakes. They failed. They've been broken. But one thing is sure, and that's the foundation. And I want to make sure that I lay a sure foundation. And I build off of that foundation. Oh. Hear me, sir, ma'am. Hear me today. Don't leave this place just worried about the outside. Just worried about the outside of the home. Because if you focus on that too much, pretty soon you've neglected the foundation. I've understood some things, especially here in this long little drought that we had for a little bit. I understood that Hey, people began when they built their homes to build little sprinkler systems around the foundation so that when they went through a drought, it watered all of that so that it wouldn't dry up and stuff would begin to separate. Am I right, Brother Chris? Amen. I had to go and start watering around my foundation because it started showing. And I didn't want my foundation to start showing and, and then issues begin to happen. See, we begin to go through droughts in our lives sometimes. It happens. We go through some droughts. Sometimes you just don't feel like praising God. Sometimes you just don't feel the Holy Ghost. It's not because you got a bunch of devils in you. No, you're going through a little drought. You're going through a little time. It's okay. But what you need to do is you need to keep on watering. Every chance you get, you need to keep on watering. You need to keep on working on the foundation of God. Because it's a sure foundation. Because if you neglect that foundation during the drought... Oh, separation's going to happen. Foundation cracks are going to happen. So today, whether you're in the drought of your life or whether you've had the Holy Ghost every day since then, you need to continue to work on that foundation. Continue to build on that foundation because not only you are being affected by it, but those under that home are being affected by it. And I want to make sure I have safety and stability for my family. So I need, to, I need to build on a sure foundation. I love you. Jesus loves you. Let's have church at 11 o'clock.